podcasting, The Latest Frontier. These are the episodes of a Catch-as-Catch-Can podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange, nerdy topics, to chat about sports, movies, sci-fi, and so much more, to boldly pod where this nerd has gone before. Captain's Log, pod date, 0414.19. On this episode of To Boldly Pod, we have a lot to go through. We're going to review our tournament we've been holding on Facebook to figure out what the greatest TV theme song of all time is. And in conjunction with that, we're going to be joined by comedian Billy Hoffman because, you know, he help me create this little fun that we're having and he's also got some great shows coming up he wants to discuss also we're going to do a quick little to boldly pod question and we have a segment of the hell is wrong with mankind but before we get to any of that we're going to kick the show off with a little bit of a surprise star wars trailer and we're going to talk about said surprise star wars trailer and that starts right about now, Scotty, set phasers on stun, engage. We've passed on all we know. thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight.
So that, my friends, was the first official teaser slash trailer of Star Wars Episode Nine and a reveal of the title, The Rise of Skywalker. And though it didn't give you a ton, especially hearing it here just audio, it did give you a lot of little insights and questions that may be coming this Christmas when the movie gets released. Most Star Wars people like myself got all giddy when the first trailer slash teaser gets released, and we start to think about and dissect every little nook and cranny of the release. So, and I'm no different. I will give you a few thoughts that I had about that. And then I asked people on social media if they had any thoughts they would like to share as well. And we'll include those too. Now, as I stated, the, the teaser doesn't really give you a, a ton of dialogue to go on. Most of it is a voiceover featuring Luke Skywalker, a.k.a. Mark Hamill sort of setting the stage and giving you a visual representation of what may soon to come. And in the visuals, if you haven't seen it, go watch it, of course, after you finish listening to this podcast, and you'll see that Lando Calrissian makes his return. And at the very end, you get this strange laugh that we're all so familiar with. And it's obviously Emperor Palpatine, or Darth Sidious, if you will. And, yeah, I don't know where that voice came from. And that leads everybody immediately, they're saying, how, how can that be the Emperor? He was killed at the end of Return of the Jedi. And you know what? It's Star Wars, so you never know who's dead, and as the last thing you, you hear in the teaser and trailer before the laugh is Luke Skywalker saying, no one is ever really gone. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a long summer and fall waiting for the release of Star Wars Episode Nine. So as I stated earlier, I asked people on social media for their thoughts to include here on to boldly pod and i got a few replies noted author paul canellis said i love the title because it's so dang intriguing i've heard complaints about it and at first i could see the point it's kind of unlike any other star wars title but here's the thing we have no idea who the skywalker refers to is it luke ray kylo leia or even Anakin? Is it a new word used sort of like Jedi? You're a Skywalker now? Is it the kid with broom from The Last Jedi? Is it R2? Is it Spock? That's right, he said Spock. He's young, but he's learning, folks. Second, one of my most annoying, one of the more annoying fanboy things to say over the past couple years is misguided adults calling Ray a Mary Sue. I love that the trailer has no qualms in saying, okay, look, Ray is a badass. I can concur with that, Paul. Now, I also got some feedback from my buddy Rob. He said, it looks epic. 
I hope J.J. Abrams can deliver on the movie as he did with the trailer. Lando's back, plus Palpatine's laugh at the end, priceless. It's the last segment that hopefully ties up all the loose ends and saves the trilogy from The Last Jedi. Keep your fingers crossed, but overall, I'm super excited to go see this one. Couldn't agree more, Rob. And I also got a little bit of feedback from my buddy Dave. And by little bit of feedback, I mean a few different things. (laughs) He said, I'm not sure what to think of the trailer yet, except skeptical. Still feel burned on what they did in The Last Jedi. And the stuff that does not count anymore, there were Palpatine clones. Already heard this theory that Snoke was a defective clone or something. So back when Anakin turned heel, or bad guy for those of you that don't know wrestling terminology, he was on a knee to Palpatine, and Palpatine says, Rise. Rise of Skywalker? Who is the Skywalker in question? I mean, after all, 3PO is technically sort of a Skywalker, case closed. (laughs) That's a typical Dave ending, but that brings up a good point. Are we tying in not only the entire series, or are we tying in the first three, four, five, and six, and seven, eight, and nine, and just ignoring one, two, and three? That's a very good question, Dave, and something I hope we all get answered coming up at Christmas time for Star Wars Episode Nine. The Search for Spock. I'm sorry, I mean The Rise of Skywalker. you have any thoughts about the trailer, the teaser, let me know on Facebook or Twitter at TooBoldlyPod, and we will most definitely revisit this when the movie comes out this Christmas. We haven't done a Too Boldly Pod question in quite a while, but you know what? I kind of threw this one out last second, so we didn't get a ton of responses, but I still think it's a fun question, so this may be something that we go back and revisit further down the road on another podcast. The question was, what fictional character would you like to walk up to and just punch? My buddy Jim replied, in anything or in a certain category? I told him, you know, movies or TV shows, whatever. He said, in that case, I'd love to throat punch the child catcher in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Kate said, I'm going to go with Anakin Skywalker, but only portrayed by Hayden Christensen. The other permutations of the character are fine. And coming in in a close second would be Twilight's Bella Swan. Kayla replied, can I pretend Rob Codry is fictional and punch him? (laughs) Jenny replied, I'm sitting here racking my brain, but I don't think I've ever hated a character enough to want to punch them in the face. Although if we go with not liking a character because they make you feel awful, then I have to go with Milton from Office Space. He's so pathetic in most of the movie, and that it literally hurts my heart to watch. And then Mark replied, Camilla Soprano, hands down. Do I have one? I have a lot that I'd really like just to walk up to and jab right in the face, but I'm going to save it for when we revisit this question further down the road. Now, do you have a character in TVs or movies that you just you wanted to walk up and punch? 
let me know on Facebook or Twitter at Too Boldly Pod, and when we revisit this, we'll give your answer. As some of you know, over the past week or so, we have been paying homage, paying tribute to the NCAA basketball tournament in the guise of holding our own tournament, trying to decide what the best TV theme song of all time is. And what we did was we asked our friends on Facebook to give us their a couple of their favorite TV theme songs. Then we threw them all in a hat and we drew them out randomly and pitted them all against each other in a 32-team bracket. Now, currently, we are just a few hours away from crowning a champion, and the championship match features Cheers versus the Brady Bunch. The initial idea was given to me by author and comedian and damn fine guy, W.C. Billy Hoffman, And he's going to join me now, and we're going to overview the entire tournament, our surprises and whatnot. And he's going to talk a little bit about some of the comedy shows he has coming up. So Billy is joining me right now. And first of all, Billy, how did you come up with the idea? Was it just for because of the NCAA tournament? Actually, I listened to another podcast, and they did a four- to five-hour-long version of this tournament where they did 60 – they did all 64 shows. They broke them down in different categories. They actually played every single song, and it was such a chore to get through, but I wanted to listen to it because I I liked the ideas, and I thought I should talk to Dan because I bet – we could do a condensed version of this and make it more entertaining and get more people involved because on the other show, it was just the two hosts bantering back and forth. So uh, with our 32 team tournament, were there any that you looked at at the beginning and thought that's going to be a show that's going to be near the finals? Yeah. Well, the very beginning I looked at the 32 and I went, oh, I think we made a mistake by going 32. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <clears throat> you know, rest in peace. A lot of shows that, you know, <laughs> that, that had iconic theme songs. But then I thought, well, we could always do like a another one, maybe another year or, or another topic or, or whatnot. But, you know, from the get go, I, I expected and also knowing your audience okay i expected your i expected cheers to do well of course um i i i kind of thought like andy griffith would, would do a little bit better than it did and i i also thought you know um maybe uh jefferson's and uh and uh, i thought i thought golden girls was was for sure a final four team well, see, what happened was I I wrote them all down and tore them up in little pieces of paper and drew them out of a hat. That's how I got the matchups. So okay, yeah. So seeing 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 Golden Girls get put in the same bracket with Cheers, I was like, oh, it's Michigan State Duke all over again. <laughs> Except nobody blew out a shoe this time, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And Golden Girls didn't win. Right. So. <laughs> so as most people will know. By the time they hear this podcast, we are in the finals with the Brady Bunch facing off against Cheers. And more than likely, Cheers is going to win because they have a huge, 
huge lead, much like your typical NCAA championship. It's not really a game, but is Cheers going to be a a fitting champion for the first annual To Boldly Pod TV theme song tournament bracket brought to you by Pfizer? <laughs> well, I think if Cheers didn't win, this whole thing was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> Cheers was my number one seed from the get go. If if we didn't do this, if we didn't do this at all, and you said, "Hey, what's the best? Not your favorite, not not my favorite, but what's the best TV show theme song of all time?" Right off the top of my head, would have been Cheers. That you know, it's it's instantly iconic. Sometimes you want to go where everyone knows your song. Uh, see what I did there? I see. Uh, <laughs> but it just. You know, it, and it's one of the, you know, I've, I've watched every episode of Cheers, uh, and in Netflix has helped with that. But it's one of those shows, you know, when you're watching shows on Netflix and it gives you the option to skip the intro, it, it's one of those shows that I never skip the intro to. And that only, not, that, not only that, but I really like the extended version of the song as well. That was the only quote-unquote controversy during this tournament was people were saying, well, you're leaving out this, you're leaving out that, you're leaving. I was like, dude, it's Facebook free, stupid entertainment. We're not going to be able to do every single show or otherwise this thing would take five years. Yeah. And also like people's selection criteria was a little bit different. Cause I think there was a lot of people that were picking based on what their favorite show is and which is fine. Pick what you want. You know, we, we, you, you kind of left it open to people's different interpretation. Me personally, I tried to judge it based on for, for me what was is, is it iconic do can you play the song and someone automatically knows what show it is right and then also um you know just how i felt uh, you know about the song whether i liked the song or not i i tried to leave if i liked the show out of it you know um because there and then also i a little bit for me a little bit for me was what's happening during the uh, the actual in- theme song intro. Because, for example, like Game of Thrones, Dan, like the intros are like so intricate and amazing visually. And the song's cool, but it, if it wasn't for, you know, them putting clues to each episode and putting so much work into each intro, I'd, that, I'd skip it. So, so this has been at least an entertaining success on Facebook for everybody. And I actually had somebody suggest later on down the road, we should take Saturday morning cartoons and hold a little tournament, much the same way as this. Ooh, that's a good idea. You could definitely find 32 of them. You might have to go a little, uh, you might have to dig a little deep, but um, I'm sure there's 32 that, you know, you could get, Close enough to pop culture for people to know. Almost. Well, if you included like Scooby-Doo and some of the afternoon shows and what, it would be easy to do. So that'll be fun to do. So thank you for the idea. It was fun. It it helped out with this podcast. And before we let you go, we also know that you are a comedian. So first of all, tell us how you started becoming a comedian, why you decided to become a comedian. I swear to God. I thought you were going to say, tell us a joke. I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've always been into performing and a stage performer. 
I started out <clears throat> doing musicals and dancing in, you know, middle school and just went up through like different theater productions, always gravitated towards comedic roles, always been a very um, uh, good and, you know, dynamic, I guess, public speaker, public speaking is something I excel at. And uh, so, and then I was doing, I did a lot of magic, you know, because that's what you do when you want to get ladies. Uh, <laughs> so I started doing a lot of magic, but I always did comedy magic. So I looked up to guys like uh, Jeff Hobson, and, uh, the amazing Jonathan and Matt King, who are all amazing comedy magicians. And, and I found myself focusing more on the comedy than, than you know, doing the magic. And it just kind of realized that it was time to drop the props and just do straight stand up. And, uh, doing straight stand-up is a lot easier to get booked in the comedy clubs and on tours and <laughs> booking, you know, fundraiser shows and stuff like that. So, um, it all kind of just progressed from, uh, and then I, I like writing. I like being funny. If you're sitting with me around a campfire, I'm probably the one busting everyone's balls. Uh, I'm everyone's favorite inappropriate uncle. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's maybe why you and I get along. So well, we both fill that role in our, <laughs> in our respective families. No idea what so, you mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, generally, uh, you and I could, uh, can have a conversation with a glance. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you do know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's kind of kicking ass, but sorry, I'm a sore on your show. It's kind of kicking butt for me. It's, I have a lot of different side projects and this one's been really well. I've, you know, I, I've performed in, uh, almost, uh, seven states i guess now doing like little mini tours hitting comedy clubs and uh it's been really fun if if and if you know listeners to uh, to uh, to boldly pod want to check me out and see if i'm their style of comedian or not oh there's a good bracket we could do best comedians of all time yeah but anyway uh they can go right to dad BodComedy.com. I'm on the Dad Bod Comedy Tour. So Dad Bod Comedy, you can click on the show links there. We're right now all over the Midwest. Uh, but if you want to bring us out to your location, uh, we'll be happy to travel. Uh, that being said, you can click on uh, my name right there on that website, which is DadBodComedy.com. Click on Billy Hoffman, and there's performance videos and stuff. They're a little old, but and it's not material you'll see me actually doing when, when if you hire me or come to one of my shows. But it's there for you to check out, and um, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> so I know you have a show coming up that means a lot to you. So go ahead and, and pimp that one out if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. My uh, my next show is in Fenton, Michigan, which uh, is going to be April 27th. And it is a fundraiser for one of our uh, uh, next county over uh, sheriff's deputy who was uh, shot in the face while on duty and is recovering. Uh, they did get the bad guy, uh, thankfully, and actually shot him in the face, too. But um, <laughs> a little twist of uh, serendipity. There. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, but uh, luckily... Uh, he, he is recovering. He is able to take uh, part in the court proceedings and stuff. But obviously his uh, work and life balance is is extremely affected. So what we're doing is um, I partnered with the IAA, which is the um, Independent Archers Association, because uh, Officer Jeff Koenig is, is a bit, you know, he's into the outdoors, he's into archery, as am I. And we partnered with them, and we're putting a show on right here in Fenton, Michigan. It's 20 bucks. The money goes right to the officer. Uh, the door prizes 
are just insane. The, 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 the community has really come out for this one. The, the gift cards and the, and just for, just for buying a ticket and walking in the door, there's, there's, there's hunting stuff, there's hiking stuff, there's outdoor stuff, there's archery stuff. Um, you know, lots of good restaurants have kicked in. So it's really cool. Um, uh, spy point, uh, cellular cameras and Dr. Wax orthodontics and John's pizzeria are all our, and uncle Ray's Dairyland. I got to get the corporate sponsors in there. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they all, they all kicked in. They're all great. So, uh, so how you buy tickets is you just go to that same website, dadbodcomedy.com, click buy tickets, and all the links to all our shows are right there. Cool. I will put the link to that on this podcast page on SoundCloud and, you know, Radio Kronos. Did I just say Radio Kronos? Spock Rock. Christ, I'm going to fire myself. Spock <laughs> Rock Radio <laughs> for all of that. And you know what? Thank you for giving... I'll talk about it on Balderdash with Billy. Yeah, please do. Or two guys in the 15 jobs or whatever that one was called. <laughs> that one was actually my, one of my favorites, but I didn't have a good – well, I had a great partner for it. But anyway, we're talking about failed podcasts that I had. Yeah, not just you. So, anyways, I digress. So, thank you for the great idea for this tournament. I think we're going to do it again because it was a lot of fun and – as always, it gives me something to fill content on this podcast. So anything you want to say in parting? Other than yeah, you know, I, everybody knows your name is going to be a championship song for the ages, much like, uh, what's that stupid NCAA one? Uh, <laughs> one shine in Yeah, I was going to say, can I borrow a feeling? But that's from the Simpsons. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, you know, just, just looping back real quick, was there any upsets that you that happened that, that blew you know, maybe you already discussed that, but um, yeah, was there any upsets that really surprised you? Well, the one that kind of did a little bit was Twilight Zone in the first couple of rounds just smoked two of my favorite choices, and then they got up against Happy Days and they just got their they got they got thumped. They, oh, they, who, um, remind me of who they they lost to Happy Days. Yeah, but but who did they beat? They beat Doctor Who and Star Trek. No one cares about Doctor Who. Come on, <laughs> just hey, kidding. It held its uh, own for like a minute. Has it? Has Doctor Who had the same theme song for its entire run? There's no way it's it, been on. It, it's predominantly the same theme song, or since it was reborn in 2005, they've kind of tinkered with it, but it still has the same sort of background sound. Yeah. So I just looking at again. You had Game of Thrones, Cheers, Golden Girls. Mash, welcome back, Cotter, all in the same breath. That's tough. That's a tough lineup. I was actually kind of surprised that Law and Order beat X Files because of all of the sci-fi ones. I thought that was the most iconic. But then I agree. I agree because the opening three bars to to Seinfeld, the opening three bars to X Files immediately tells you it's X Files, right? But so does Law and Order with that do 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 do. So that's that's a good point, but I don't know. But, you know, yeah. it was fun doing it anyways and gave people stuff to argue and chat about without getting politics involved. Oh, yeah, imagine that. Why don't we tell a political joke? <laughs> what, just look at look at Holly or look at Hollywood, look at uh, Washington? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, going, in my comedy, I don't do... I don't do much political humor just because it's so divisive. But I, I will tell you this. I, I recently did a, did some shows in North Carolina, and the same jokes get different reactions. 
<laughs> like <laughs> I tell a Trump joke up here it, to purposely get a groan because it sets up, you know, I, I want the groan. I want the, Oh, you know, that's what I'm going for because then I hit him again with another one. And like down there, it almost got a stay innovation. And I'm like, that's the premise. You guys are clapping for the premise. <laughs> the Skeeter, that's you. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's a, uh, that's one thing I'm learning as a, as a comedian is to, uh, I got to tailor my material a little bit more to where I'm at in the country. Hey, it's a learning process like everything. Like, yeah. Like yeah. doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, and getting off the interview when Dan's trying to end it. Okay. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Hey, anytime. The Washington County Sheriff in Oregon says there was nothing unusual about the call. Sure, it was broad daylight, 1.48 p.m. local time, but crime can happen anytime. So the frantic call came from a house guest about a burglar making loud rustling noises inside the house, specifically from within the locked bathroom, and it needed an urgent response. So three seasoned deputies were dispatched to the scene, one with at least 20 years on the force, a detective who happened to be in the area, and two canine officers from the Beaverton Police Department about seven miles outside of Portland. So you would think from how I have began this story that everything turned out all right and the perpetrator was captured and put behind bars. But you noticed I didn't give you the headline of the article. So that being said... Dateline, April 10th, 2019. Oregon man called police about a burglar. Armed officers found a rogue Roomba. <sighs> the hell is wrong with mankind? And that puts the buttons on another episode of Too Boldly Pod. I hope you enjoyed our little look at the teaser for Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I hope you enjoyed our look at the first annual To Boldly Pod Greatest TV Theme Song Tournament and my chat with comedian Billy Hoffman about some of the great shows he has coming up. I also hope you enjoyed our preview of the queue that we're starting and we're going to revisit in the future. And I hope you enjoyed this week's The Hell is Wrong with Mankind. And as usual, I don't have a closer for this show, so I'll just say this. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have yet another TV theme show song that we didn't include in the tournament. Thank you all for listening. I'll talk to all of you next time. WLLP Spock Rock Radio.